Hello and welcome to another episode of the Three and D's podcast. My name is Justin Cortens, joined as always by my good friends Emmanuel Narciso and Matthew Leg. Where we're back to round off our NBA power rankings today. It's the creme de la creme, the top of the league, uh, that cherry on top of the Sunday. It's the top ten NBA teams uh, that we we considered. Now, full preference, these rankings did come out. We didn't make them before the season started, but we are six games in, so we'll uh, we'll go through the list. We'll kind of react to how the season is going so far for these guys. But first and foremost, before we get started, gentlemen, welcome. How's it going? How's everyone doing? Oh, it's going great. Going great. Finally, finally had finally had some sun down under. It's been really cloudy and rainy and windy <laughs> and it's um i think we're gonna put some video into we've created the socials now so oh, yeah. maybe you'll see my burnt face um finally but yeah let us know if we look hotter or not as hot as you you think our voices would sound yeah um, that's true that's I, I i'm scared for it i feel like i i present well on voice but this look that right now microphone you got there yeah this look right now with a messy room behind me might not translate so well. <laughs> well, at least you guys are both in happy relationships. It's a little more meaningful for me, I think, where I'm trying to trying to see what's up there. But um, well, Matt, great to hear you got some sun in Australia. Fucking good for you, I guess. Um, it's Dude. been rainy and cloudy here for like I feel like six weeks in Vancouver, and it's uh, it's it warming up. Continues. It's warming up. It was nice a couple of days ago. It's warm. It, it was like zero already. For like a full week and now now we're back in the tens which is nice that's celsius that nice. for all you degenerates yeah for all you americans yeah american fans we love you though thanks we for love you in. stop listening we, love you. we do love <laughs> Jalen rose we appreciate you um <laughs> anyone doing uh anyone doing november this year I'm, i haven't decided if i'm gonna keep it up or not i yeah, shaved I last night i haven't shaved yet tough and it's november 5th today we're recording on november 5th and mari yeah. is out of the november challenge i forgot well I... november 6th actually but okay <laughs> i'm still seeing a, a much larger north american audience than i am in australia matt so you better get on that marketing yeah this is on you buddy yeah speaking of marketing we uh we do have our socials uh the instagram is officially live at three nds so it'll spell that out that you spell out three, you spell out the word end, and then you spell it D-E-E-Z or Z or whatever you say. Three NDs. We're on TikTok. We're on Instagram. We have our YouTube channel. So we're going to start uploading to those socials. Dad, I'm recording a podcast. Please leave me alone. Um, so give us a follow. Shoot us a DM. We're also, we have our email, 3ndes at gmail.com. Shoot us a question if you want us to address it. Um, anything is welcome. Um, fellas, be excited. So I'm excited to, to get some content on there. Um, see how it does. Yeah, grow this MF thing. Great. <clears throat> we promise bigger, bigger and better season two. Yep, yep, yep. Is this going to be the first episode on video then? Yeah, I think it will be. Are we going to backtrack to start of season two? I mean, we've recorded I mean, uh, we've recorded video for all of them, so we could release theoretically. And 
Oh, Can we go back to season one, episode one? <laughs> it's possible. That's that actually might be on video still. Please no. Please no. All right. Well, enough of this. Uh, enough of this. Let's time. Let's time to get down to business here. Um, we're in our top ten. I think we start. We just go into it without further ado. Our number ten ranked team going into this year, the New York Knicks. Um, do we talk? We haven't talked about them, right? No, that's not true, Justin. You're looking at your rankings. Oh, that's my rankings. Hey guys, those are my rankings. Um, yeah, we, about the <laughs> we did talk about the next. Well, I'm way higher on the next than everyone else, then I guess. Yeah. Um, all right, fine. The next, uh, have we talked about the Clippers? We have okay, so we're actually doing a top nine. So we lied to you off the bat. We're not doing a top ten. Yeah. We did, we did, we did the number 10 because there's 10 A, 10 B. The Clippers and the Thunder were tied for the 10th spot, mm, yeah. Um, Math is never my strong suit. That's all right. Well, without further ado, our top nine teams, starting with the Cleveland Cavaliers. <laughs> um, our, I want to kind of reiterate that we're, we want to kind of hit our one existential question with this with this team, um, who their X Factor might be, and um, how they're doing so far. Right now, they're six, seven games in. Uh, fellas, any, any big Cavs fans that want to start us off? I have one kind of existential question for the Cavs, and it's whether or not Donovan Mitchell is here long term. And I think that's kind of it, it's it's been rumblings for a couple for for a while now, but it seems like it's picking up some momentum. As uh, I don't know, I mean, New York has always been a suitor for him, but I, I want to see if uh, if this is actually the the core that they want to stick with in the future, and if there's going to be some locker room drama a la Toronto Raptors last year. Um, about whether or not he's going to stay around. I think that's going to be uh, affecting them throughout the year. Uh, maybe an X factor besides old Donnie is uh, Evan Mobley. Didn't take the, had a bit of a sophomore slump last year, didn't take the leap that we kind of uh, wanted out of him. But obviously he has the tools. Obviously he could do a lot, but uh, he got shown out by the Knicks in, in the playoffs. Could he put on some size? Could he be a legit four? bang bodies he's kind of in between he's kind of an undersized big and also not skilled enough to be a wing player um so it, it, it's about him finding a role here in terms of being a productive nba player and they're gonna rely on him a lot so i i'm hoping i'm hoping that it goes well for him because i'm a big mobley fan but i doubts with about him going into the draft being undersized as he is but he he's proven wrong so far let's see if he could continue that yeah i think i think mobley's the x factor for them he's gonna go They'll go as far as he'll take them. Um, as we prefaced, we're six games into the season, and it looks exactly the same as it did last year. Maybe he had one extra good game, but he's going to have to be their second-best player if they're going to take that leap. It's the Darius Garland, Donovan Mitchell thing, like it, it works, but he is their ceiling. Um, you know what you're going to get with those two guys, and he's just he has the highest ceiling for them. And like with Jared Allen kind of being, I don't know what happened with him. He just got absolutely obliterated in the playoffs last year. And I guess he's been a bit injured to start the year, but he came back game against the Knicks and did not play very well. (laughs) It just, I don't know. It's pretty shocking. And then the game against the Pacers, he was non-existent. I think Miles Turner just sunned him again. So they just need to get some more dogs on their team, I think. I don't know. They got Max Struess now. 
Yeah, they have Max Truth. It's a dog. Who has who has three double doubles in yeah. six games this year, which is unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, well, they're running him at the four, which is which is awesome. Yeah, like, I'm, God. <laughs> yeah they, they haven't really had their full team together yet. Like uh, Garland was out a little bit, and Allen's been struggling with health. So, you know, <clears> I think <throat> tough to, to give a good kind of six-game report card in for them yet. Um, but my question for them, kind of similar to what you guys touched on, is can Jared Allen and Mobley be a, a championship level front court? Like, do they work together? Um, are you maximizing your offense? Um, obviously, defensively, that's going to be really good, no matter kind of no matter what. But but offensively, is that too much of a logjam? Is that too much of a problem? Uh, Evan Mobley still hasn't really developed that. Um, that outside shot that you'd want uh, from someone that highly touted kind of out of, uh, out of college. Um, I just watched Victor Wembanyama play. And uh, when I looked at Evan Mobley's, you know, stat card, I said, six eleven. that's it. What a short guy <laughs> uh, compared to Victor's seven, four. Uh, so it feels like seven feet is the new six, eight. So, um, but for me, I, you know, I, I see a, a team that maxes out their talent Um by having Mobley at the five and kind of roaming the paint that way and being that defensive anchor and then having another kind of three, four type of strong, uh, strong wing that can hit threes like an OG, OG and an OB type. Um, Struis has done a, has done a pretty good job stepping in. He, he's, you know, he's kind of exactly as, as they thought he would be. I think he's exactly as advertised. Um, still don't think there's enough wing talent on this team, especially when, your two guards who are very, you know, offensively gifted, but you know, Garland's six one and Donovan Mitchell's six three. And that's just never gonna be a good kind of point of attack defense. Um so again, one way to 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 ease some of those concerns is having really strong defensive wings, which again, they don't really have. So I think that there are some shakeups on this team that are needed if they want to kind of truly contend for a title. You mentioned the um the Donovan Mitchell piece where it's like, is, does he even want to be there? Um, so, so yeah, this team considering where they were like a year ago um, and how exciting they were, they're, they're, they're in a bit of an interesting, interesting time. I still think, you know, their core is still very young. Uh, so I still, obviously they're still a, a top 10 team in this, in this league right now. And I think their future is still bright no matter where they go. Um, but this year will be very interesting to see if they can, you know, obviously second round I think is, kind of a minimum. I think they, they need to get there and show that they're they're you know, they're in that top eight. Um, and, you know, you never know. Milwaukee, will, which we'll touch on, have not looked that good yet. You, you just never know um, if you can somehow get to a conference, uh, conference finals. But, but yeah, this team is definitely interesting. Still very high on them, though. Yeah, it's an interesting yeah. spot to put them as well, just because I look at the team's maybe six or five spots below them and each of them probably have higher ceilings than them and if i was to take a seven game series and say um the knicks at 12 or the pelicans at 16 i don't know whether i'd take the Cavs there in a seven game series but the floor is really high here like for me it feels like the Cavs can't really go below the fifth seed in their conference like that's that's pretty much the worst that could happen for them and in a, in a in a conference where that three to six seed is is pretty weak, or at least it, it's open, um, I know it, it it's it's a it's kind of a bad nine spot. Like they're they're not that good, to be honest. Like their ceiling isn't that high, but 
but they yeah. have a lot of talent exactly yeah it's a weird spot for i them. just don't think they they just haven't been together yet and i think we need to we need to see it over half a season but, but there are tweaks that need to be made for sure mm. i don't know if jb bickerstaff is the greatest coach too i think that's been mm-hmm. touched on a little bit before but they should be better than they are. Like the line before the year was what fifty-one wins. Mm-hmm. And I think they've started. Granted, they have had a few injuries to start the season, but they have started pretty much as bad as you would want a team of their caliber. They haven't had that crazy difficult of a schedule either. They haven't played any of the big, big teams yet, and they're two and four. So we'll see how this plays out, but. I I I hope they stay together. They're a fun team. They're a really fun team to watch. Last year they um, melded together more as the season came on, and they obviously got embarrassed in the playoffs. But it's just a learning experience. They're young for the most part, and it would be fun <laughs> if they figured it out. I've got a question for Cavs fans: Is Chetty Osmond still on this team? Nope. He's on the Spurs. Who he right? played for? Spurs, right? Justin, you just Spurs. watched that game. He was in closing. He was in close crunch time minutes for him today. Yeah, I think we got to do a who he play for as soon as possible before before these games get going. Maybe next episode that might be the move. Let's move on to our next team, number eight on the standings, Miami Heat, um, a team that all of us were pretty high on. We all had them in our our top ten. Um, kind of in the same vein as the Cavs, I'd say is is that the floor is as high as you could get. Um, heat culture will carry that in that way, and Eric Spolstra will make things happen. It feels weird to put them at the eight seed when they went to the finals last year, but it's it's a weird team, and they just kind of make things happen, right? A lot of it will will hinge on the health of Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo as far as regular season goes, but we know in the playoffs that they're going to turn something on. They lost some key pieces, obviously, over the offseason in Struess and Gabe Vincent, but... uh. I don't know. Maybe Haywood Highsmith is that next guy. Somebody will be, you know, Jaime Hawkes, uh, Cedric Diggory. I don't know who. Somebody, somebody will come up that we've never heard of, yeah. and will just be a key performer in the playoffs. So that's my X factor: is the uh, the thirteenth man off the bench, and who will uh, who will who will end up winning a series for them? Yeah, it's it's funny ranking them in the playoffs as like a or in the outside of the playoffs, just in like regular season power rankings because. It's just such a different ball game once they get to seven game series, and it's just the macho <laughs> mano a mano, um, and because Jimmy Butler can go toe to toe with pretty much anyone in the playoffs. The eight seed here, I think, is, I mean, pretty accurate. As you mentioned, it's a high high floor, but their ceiling regular season, like, are they going to be a fifty win team? Is that like? No. Probably not. No, I could is... say with confidence, no. Yeah. <laughs> um, I feel like the X factor here is going to be Tyler Hero. Um, he sat out their dramatic uh, playoff run last year. And I think all just being in the, the centerpiece of the trade um, talks all summer um, with Dame really fueled his fire. And I think he's been the top scorer in every of their games so far this, this season. Um, similar to the Cavs, though, they've kind of started off rough. <laughs> like they are two and four. They their two wins are against the Pistons and the Wizards. Let's go. Two teams that I think we ranked in the bottom four uh in the league. So that's kind of a little troubling. 
looking forward. Um, we haven't had the greatest schedule, but we'll see, I guess. So, Justin, what do you think? This team looks like shit. Uh, <laughs> and I think, you know, while the pieces they lost were not that, you know, not they were impactful, but they're not that high level, I guess you could say. They're rotation pieces. Um, you look at this roster, and they're running out of people. And Jimmy Butler's 34, and I get it, you know, best coach in the league. They've got, you know, their team made of dogs, and they're scary in a playoff series. But I, I do think what happened last year is something that we're never going to see again in our lifetime. Or, or maybe that's a bit aggressive, but it just feels like one of those once in a fucking for, like forever situation, um, which is why I think we partially have them ranked here. Obviously, there's you know longer term organizational fortitude that we're factoring in, but you know when you're just looking at this roster, I mean, I think they had a really bad off season. Obviously, we've kind of talked about some of those things and not getting in on the Drew the Drew stuff. I think Drew Holiday would be perfect for this team. Um, obviously, missing out on Lillard and and all that stuff. So. You know, I look at their team and I and I'm not that impressed. I if I could re-rank, I'd probably have them closer to like 15th than the eighth, or have them ninth in my in my personal rankings. Um, but again, you're right. I, I did I did factor in like just like the playoffs in terms of like who's the best team. Who would I not want to see as well a little bit, and uh, that's why we kind of had them here. But but yeah, I, I'm not. I'm, I'm a lot lower on them now. Um, and I think for me, you know, Bam is, is their X factor. Um, if he can take another step and, and really become a secondary score for them consistently along with that kind of defensive player of the year type um, performance, then yeah, I mean, that's a player that can take you, take you far, but I'm uh, I, I become lower and lower on this team by the day. Um, yeah. yeah. They'll figure it out. They'll figure Don't it out. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. It's the Miami Heat. All good. All right, number seven, the 76ers. Um, a kind of crazy start to the year for them. Um, they've looked really good. They've obviously, we haven't spoken about this yet, they've traded James Harden. Um, I think they got some pretty good value for where that situation was at. Uh, the Clippers do be clipping um but uh what's your guys take on the 76ers i think obviously a pretty high ceiling here um if they could put it all together the the talent is a little bit lower than it than it used to be obviously losing a talent like james harden but that that cleans things up for them i think there's some we 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 could talk all day about the the whole james harden saga but in short i I have faith in tyrese maxi to kind of take over this this team as far as the primary ball handler. Um, he's been incredible. He's been, he's been awesome. So I put a lot of money on him being the most improved player of the year at the start of the year, and it's looking better and better by the day. So I'm hoping, especially with the Harden trade now, I'm hoping that really pans out for me personally. Um, the X Factor, awesome. I think he will be, and I think he'll contend for um, yeah, being one of the best guards in the East. And if, if he could work it out with, obviously, Joel Embiid, um, it could be good. And any any kind of possessions where we're taking the ball out of Tobias Harris's hands will generally be good. I think Tobias is... I like Tobias Harris, to be fair. I think he does what he does well. When he gets the ball, he can shoot, he can put the ball on the floor. But um, having a ball handler like Maxi, who isn't afraid to share the ball, who is an efficient kind of player, it's a different story than having Harden handle the ball. And I think that'll go well for them. Um, my X Factor, Kelly 
MFing Ubre, who has been fantastic for them to start the year. Um, if we were to play who we play for before the season started, I didn't know this. No, That's literally clue. what I was going to say. <laughs> yeah, did not know never, that Kelly Ubre was on the Sixers. Yeah, never. But he's put in some really productive games for them. He's been a really big piece for them right now. Um, obviously, we've seen this talent before, but always on kind of bad teams with the Wizards or with the um, with the Hornets. But he's kind of stepping it up right now, and he looks like Tobias Light. He's he's up impacting the game on both sides of the floor. He'll be like a big crunch time guy for them, and I, I'm curious to see what that will look like, and if he becomes you know someone who is as good as as he's looked this could be a pretty good team going forward just because that starting five is is really really strong and i i think they lost pj tucker in the trade too so i think he'll have even more of a role going forward i think uh nick nurse being the head coach of the sixers as opposed to doc rivers has been a godsend he's (laughs) (laughs) it seems like they just all know their role a a little bit better (laughs) Not not like kind of like, firing shots at back like like the bare minimum for a head coach. Yeah, like this <laughs> would it just kind of seems like everything fits better. And this team just has so many dogs on it. Like De'Anthony Melton, we've talked about him. Um, Fanduel daily play favorite of mm-hmm. the show. Um, you got Pat Bev, Paul Reed's getting some minutes too. Like they just look like a complete team, and not to mention the reigning MVP Embiid um, also playing really well when he needs to um, just seems like a deeper team this year, which I don't know if it even is because it's pretty much the same team from last year. Um, but yeah. X factor. You mentioned Tyrus Maxey and this, I think the step that he's going to continue to take. Um, I think in the past he kind of had to adjust day to day with the James Harden situation and kind of, if they were on the court at the same time, defer, um, but this year he has the keys. He can do whatever he wants. He can play his game. And I think that's just going to open up a whole new uh, level to him. Yeah, it, it sort of feels like they are. Uh, I mean, the, the hard trade is good and they have, you know, draft capital now to make a move. And I think they will make a move. They've, they've kind of been already open about intent on using that to kind of bolster this team. Uh, beyond, you know, Maxi, Tobias, and and Embiid, it really looks like it's just them throwing shit at the wall and seeing what what's going to stick. You know, you got Mo Bamba on the minimum. You've acquired Nick Batum. Uh, you got Pat Beverly on the minimum. You got Covington out of the deal. So you have a lot of like, just you, you mentioned some other guys. Melton's a good piece. You acquired Marcus Morris in that deal. Um, it feels like there's just a lot of potential players that, that could stick in a rotation, but there isn't a lot of certainty there. Um, and I think they do need one more kind of high level starter um to truly compete with kind of the Bostons and Milwaukee's of the world in the East here. But they have looked really good. Um very impressed with what Nick Nurks Nick, Nick Nurse has done so far with this team. Um really letting that Maxi uh heart uh Maxi Embiid pick and roll uh flourish. It's a very tough set to stop. And when you have kind of an relatively unbeatable offensive move, uh which not many teams can say, they're gonna be a tough out whether they make a trade or not. Um, now, Nick Nurse, as per Nick Nurse fashion, is playing Embiid like 38 minutes a game or something, which is 
feels very unsustainable for him. Um, and their minutes with him off the floor are still pretty, pretty bad. Uh, I think they're like minus seven or, or, or something per hundred possessions in that, in that ballpark. So they're going to have to figure some things out. And I think they're going to have to add to this team, but they basically got two first round picks for, for Harden, which again, I don't think anyone predicted or saw coming really. Um, so, so yeah, so good on them. Um, I, I think they're, they're a serious threat, especially if they can make a good trade of the deadline here and add to this team. Yeah. Like they just look fantastic. It's yeah. shocking. Like I think in terms of the win loss lines, other than the Grizzlies who had a few injuries and have looked terrible, I guess catching strays here, but the Sixers line, I think decreased three wins. I want to mm-hmm. say from when it, when it opened and they've just season started and nothing. They just look amazing. Like their one loss so far is to the Bucks when Dame went unconscious in the opener. Like they, they look really, really good. I'm excited. Yeah, I took them at f- over 15 and a half wins before it, the line went down by three wins. And now I'm still feeling, I'm feeling a little better about it now. But yeah. Well, our next six teams here, our next six teams, the top six, we've all unanimously agreed in all of our rankings with some variance. But the 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 last six we're all in on, starting off at the bottom with the Golden State Warriors. Um, Justin, why don't you start us off on this one? Yeah, they just edged out our number five team, which we'll save. Um, look, they've looked really good so far, five and one. Um, I'm pretty high on the Warriors this year. Uh, they were my number five team, so I was the highest out of the three of us. Look, for me, Steph Curry is just still looks like he is, you know, 98%, 95% of the peak of his powers. Um, is still, you know, a top five offense by himself. And, and that's just so important like that is so i mean i've i've watched almost every raptors game like that is just it's just it would it makes life so much easier and and really adds um so much to the rest of your 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 roster to the other players that, that are on the court like it, it's just it it's it's really indescribable you know every time people talk about curry they they say how he's still underrated even though he's you know been an mvp and won you know this many titles already but for me, the big difference from from last year to this year, obviously there was the the Jordan Poole, Chris Paul trade and everything just, I think Draymond said this in an interview uh, the other day, but vibes are just so much higher. They're they're enjoying going into work now. Um, and and really that, that to me is the main difference from last year to this year. Um, I think I also mentioned this on a previous pod, but having Chris Paul coming off the bench and when when those Steph is, is off, you can still run a competent offense through him. Um is really important. Um, my X factor is health. Can they stay healthy? Steph's, you know, 35. Chris is like a million. Um, Draymond's 33. Uh, can, you know, Clay 33, you know, he's always a risk to get injured these days. Um, can they stay healthy? And, um, can you really compete with Denver? Like, that's my other questions. Like, well, how are you going to beat them? How are you going to beat Denver? Like, I still don't think they're better than Denver, obviously. Um, they're going to need some guys to step up. Maybe there's a move to make, uh, I don't know, but um, very high and very impressed on this team uh, so far, and uh, we'll see how how far they can go. I, I I think they're one of the best teams in the in the West, and um, you know I have them as my number three team in the West. So so by and by a hair. Very man, so inspirational. 
Yeah, dude. <laughs> I like how Justin was like, just imagine Steph Curry on the Raptors and how good they would like. Imagine dude, we Steph would, Curry fucking everybody everywhere. No, we, I mean. we would be. A, I I have so many Raptors thoughts. We would be a championship contender <laughs> with Steph Curry on on the team. No oh, shit. Good. The, the Detroit Pistons would be a championship contender. No, they would not. The Pistons would not be a championship team with Steph Curry on. It's Stephen Curry. No, no. Only only twenty teams could be contenders with Steph. There's still ten teams that wouldn't. Okay. The Hornets. Yeah, probably. Yeah, it's Stephen Curry he's playing, playing, playing for his hometown. Fuck, he'd be so motivated. God damn it. <laughs> More inspirational, man. Oh my gosh, I I love this Golden State team. I think Justin, as you alluded to, like last year was the year from hell. Um, they're they seem like they're enjoying themselves again. Uh, Draymond missed the few, first few games of the season, but he's back. He's in his typical role. Um, Chris Paul, I think, will be the X factor here and kind of what he carves out for himself. Um. It looks like he might just end up being the sixth man and kind of making sure that one of Curry or CP is on the court at all times, which is crazy fun because <laughs> if you're a Warriors fan, just because then one of them has the ball in their hands at all times, which is an amazing way to run your offense. Um, And yeah, like Kaminga, Moody, you still got all them. They're going to continue to take a step forward. They have a lot of veteran leadership around them, so they'll continue to progress. And it's just, I'm really excited. This is going to be the last run. It plays contracts up at the end of the year, so this is the last run for this team um, with this current group. And I wouldn't be surprised if they somehow, somehow figured a way to get to the finals. Um, it's not out of the question, and... Yeah, I'm, I'm super excited to see what this Two other things I had on them quickly. The um, the Chris Paul, Dario Saric pick and roll is electric. I don't care what anyone says. <laughs> it's fantastic. I think Dario Saric has been a, g- a great minimum ad for this team and uh, will be very important, a uh, very important piece off the bench for them, along with Gary Payton and hopefully Moses Moody and Kaminga keep developing. But I mean, that's, you know, you're going 10, 10 deep there now, um, which is uh, which is exciting. My other note, uh, since watching them, Andrew Wiggins, not the same guy. I don't know what's going on with him right now. Um, for, but, you know, from that that playoff series two years ago, I believe, or a year and a half, I guess, two playoffs ago to now, um, man, he looks completely different. His shots, he's not as confident. Shots not going down as much. Um, taking a way, way smaller role on this team. So they're going to need to get him going a little bit more and. Um, I don't know. Maybe there's some things lingering from from last season still for him. I don't. I'm not sure. But um, he's not looked that good uh, for me. So that's that's a a, a a moment of concern for sure. Yeah. Just quickly on the Warriors. I mean, we know what the ceiling looks like. Obviously, the dynastic kind of team. But we'll see if they can pull that off at this age. My X factor, super quick, is Kevon Looney, the greatest player of all time. Um, he's developed so much and is truly one of the best players I've ever seen touch a basketball. And I think. He'll be huge for them okay. down the stretch here. Okay. Thanks for listening. Come on. We Thanks, appreciate you. All right. We're in our top five. We're almost there. The Los Angeles Lakers just squeaking by the Golden State Warriors for the number five seed. You both had them in number five. I had him number six. So I'll let you guys um, take the floor. 
the LA Lakers. It honestly didn't feel good putting the Lakers this high, but as I was just going through the list, I I, I couldn't help but I'm, I they're a good team. I I I don't enjoy watching them play. I don't. I'm putting a lot of faith in uh, Anthony Davis's comments here, saying that he's going to play all year. I'm putting a lot of faith in someone like Austin Reeves. I'm putting a lot of faith in additions such as Gabe Vincent. In theory, this team obviously is a contender with LeBron James and Anthony Davis, and we've seen them be at the top of the league for the past three, four years. I just hate watching them play basketball. I I just don't think it's fun. I don't think the Lakers are fun, and I, I think we deserve a fun team to be in the top five. Regardless, the ceiling is a title team, and the floor is a top three sp- top four top five spot in the west in a really tough conference the town is obviously there just because they have the goat and they have um the brow as well but i just it's, it's tough for me to believe it uh x factor I'll, I'll stick with anthony davis i think it's a kind of an easy answer but um health is going to be a real thing here i think he's it, it, it's not anymore lebron and 80s team it's 80s team and, Le, and lebron's there um I think that's been kind of a transition that we've seen in the past year or so. So how does he handle being the guy? And he has been, but kind of narratively the guy as well. I'd like to see if he could carry this team in the same way Jokic has, in the same way Embiid has. We haven't really seen that from Anthony Davis quite yet. Yeah, I mean, I think that this was the team that made like the conference finals last year, right? Like they deserve to be up here yeah. um, in power rankings. Um, you pretty much lost, I don't know, Malik Beasley last year, and instead you get Christian Wood, um, Cam Reddish, Jackson Hayes, and Gabe Vincent. So I don't know, like it's they got better. It's it's just LeBron's a year older. Um, Anthony Davis, obviously his health, always a question mark. Um, but yeah, I, I this team, it's just. It, they're deep. Um, this time last year, it's pretty funny how different their outlook is um, after just a few trades, a few signings, and what that that's a testament to the front office, and they have done an amazing job. I think X Factor here, um, it's going to be Austin Reeves for me. Uh, in the playoffs last year, he took a he took a step forward. He was their third best player, and he's going to have to be. Um, going forward into the season now. Uh, he has the ball in his hands a lot of the time. Um, whenever LeBron doesn't, it's kind of one or the other. Um, and that also gets the ball out of D'Angelo Russell's hands, which I think is a big plus because I still don't really understand that signing. I think it's just a trade thing to match salary later in the year. It's like under the table, hey, like sign this and we might trade you, but you're making a lot of money still type deal. Um, but yeah, I think Austin Reeves is going to be my X factor and yeah, they haven't looked the greatest. <laughs> let's be honest this year so far, yeah. but I think that's also just, they're trying to figure it out. Darvin Han, like he knows like they have a lot of pieces and he's trying to fit it together so that they get minutes and they get productive minutes from everyone. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, look at it. We made these rankings in the off season. I think they had one of the best off seasons out of anyone this this year um you know austin reeves looked like 
you know, the, the second coming of LeBron and, and Team USA with Team USA, like people were were raving about him. And he, I think he's had a bit of a slow start um, to the year. And I think Matt, I, you're, he's also my X factor. I think he having a kind of that third or if it depends how you consider Anthony Davis, second scorer on that team is going to be so important. Um, LeBron's 38. He needs help. He needs another perimeter guy that can help uh, run pick and roll, just be a, a playmaker distributor. So he's going to be super vital for them this year. Um, but yeah, the sporting cast is going to have to step up. I think it's been a sort of a mixed bag so far. Um, I think Christian Woods looked okay. Will he be closing for you? Eh, I don't know. Um, Gabe Vincent is not looked very good from what I've seen so far. Vanderbilt's still very limited. D'Angelo can help you or hurt you on a specific play or, or game. So not a lot of consistency, you know, Cam Reddish, Torian Prince, these are Jackson Hayes. You know, these are all kind of minimum guys. Um, so yeah, I, I, it's, it's tough again, it's way too early. So I think we've got him still in a, in a good spot. Um, but, uh, it's going to be very interesting to see, to see who, who will step up for this team. I think it has to be Austin Reeves if they want a, you know, a chance at at another title. Um, but but for for me, if either one of Anthony Davis or LeBron um, goes down, I know we kind of almost said the opposite uh, on last time we talked about them. But I, I think they're they're kind of screwed if either of them go down for an extended period of time because it, it it while they have depth, they don't have a lot of high level depth in my opinion. Like like really you know solid, really 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 kind of good three through eight players. I think there's a lot of guys. So. Um, I still think they're a lot better than last year. I still think they got better and I still, they're, they're, they're still figuring it out. Um, but I think, you know, it hasn't, hasn't been as electric as we may have thought so far. Yeah. It's, it's been a little tough to watch, <laughs> to be honest, in, in terms of someone that, that was so high on them, placed a few bets on their wins over and it's just looking a little, a little rough. <laughs> um, yeah. With that, we're into our top four. Um, I think, yeah, most of us, two of us had the Phoenix Suns number four power ranking. Um, I think, Mari, you had them at three, so I kind of want to hear what you have to say as their highest on them. I didn't like it. I, I, I didn't want to put them at three. It's the same kind of thing with the Lakers. I, I don't like this team. I don't like Devin Booker. We've talked about that a lot. I have concerns about whether or not they could stay healthy, and if they can't, then there's major concerns about the depth. Um, but the, the the talent is pretty hard to ignore. And I wanted to go kind of stock on this just because obviously you have to be high on them. Um, I, I, I feel better about them being four here under the Bucks. I, I had some doubts about the Bucks as well, but um, looks like they've been answered so far. But uh, the Suns, I watched the uh, the back to back games against the Spurs, and and they need some help. I mean, they they weren't fully healthy, obviously, for those games. But uh, Victor Wembanyama made Drew Eubanks look like a a seventh grader, and honestly, <laughs> Drew Eubanks played good defense. He played good defense on Victor. He's just six eight. I think he's a six eight center. And and it's impossible. It's impossible to keep up with him. The stuff he had that hezzy kind of pull up three in crunch time, and it was it's. How do you be? How do you defend that? So that's the biggest concern. Obviously, Yusuf Nurkic and the Drew Eubanks front court doesn't look like it's going to contend 
they might need some help down there. They have some issues with depth and some issues with injuries. I just have doubts about this team. But the ceiling is so high. If it all goes well, um, it's impossible to not get a bucket if you have Bradley Beal, Kevin Durant, and Devin Booker. It's just ridiculous. Um, will it gel? We haven't seen quite yet as far as like those three. But uh, down to season, I'm sure we'll see it. And they'll obviously finish in the top three in the West for me. I think that's pretty um, confirmed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think this team is exactly like the Brooklyn Nets like two years ago. Like, obviously, you still have one of the three there, but and they're a bit less problematic. Like, I know people don't love Devin Booker, myself included. Just <laughs> have that dog in him. Um, and Bradley Beal, kind of indifferent among, I'd say, most NBA fans. He's like, he's a bucket, but like, whatever. Yeah. Bradley yeah. Um, yeah, just like we're, <laughs> we're six games into the season already. There's so many injury concerns. And this was the big thing for them coming into this year. I think what I what I mean by the Brooklyn Nets thing is they're going to probably play at most, let's say, 20, 30 games together. And those games will be amazing. It'll be great to watch. They'll probably outscore team, like put 150, 160 points. That's not out of the question for every single game. But it's just how many times is that actually going to happen? And I'm already losing more and more faith because this is – gone on we're a week and a half two weeks into the season now and it's not great <laughs> and i think kevin durant's at a point now too where he he's also a bit older right like he's he's not going to be that number one a option every single night like this is going to have to be devin booker's team job 41 today man i know but they just lost did you watch that game with the spurs where they fumbled it I don't know what he was doing. He <laughs> literally got the ball inbounded with two seconds left. And all he had to do, like, pass it out, chuck it up. He just gets it ripped away from him and dunk, go up one, or go down one. And they lose. It was absolutely the most dumbfounding thing. Like, maybe as a rookie, but as Kevin Durant, I don't know. It's just, I'm so, <laughs> I I don't know what to think of this team. Um, obviously their ceiling's really, really high. Um, X factor, just to go back to how we've been structuring this, I'd say probably Devin Booker and how high he can take them. Um, he looked, he has looked really, really good in the two, three games that he's played this year. Um, potential like dark horse MVP candidate as much as that makes me want to dry heave. <laughs> yeah. Like I really, don't love that but he has looked really really good and yeah that's <laughs> that's all my thoughts on them well i just got off the phone with bradley beal and devin booker and they said they're <laughs> insulted that you compared them to kyrie irving and james harden so that's something to uh just just bookmark um they heard that you... just now they heard that yeah i was just on the phone with them they heard, oh, they heard that, yeah so. yeah that's on speaker I did have you on speak. I'm always a speaker guy, the the radiation, you know, you don't want to get that into the the brain. So 5G. Um, yeah. So I, I, I think that's a bit harsh, Matt. I, I think, you know, obviously these are, these are little different situations, but um, so I would take the over on them playing 20 games together um, this season, but I hear your concerns. It's definitely, six. sorry. Six thus far. It's, it's more so just with their injury history. Like obviously well, there was a bit more that went into the other ones, but 
Yeah, I mean, these, these do feel like they could be one-off injuries. Obviously, Kevin Durant at 35, you're worried he'll, you know, he might go down at, at any moment. But, um, you know, I think once Bradley Beal gets back in there and and plays a couple games, Devin, these both feel like short-term injuries. So it, um, it should be fine. But uh, a couple things on these guys. One, the DeAndre Ayton trade is got to be the worst trade since the Raptors traded for Jakob Pertl. I mean, that is that is those are just two dog shit trades that are going to continue to age very poorly. Um, and yeah, I, I looking back on that return, even six games in for, for Deandre Ayton, that is the selling the lowest of the lows in my opinion um, from him. I I get, I get the other factors, but to, to, to get what you got for him is, is a bit, is a bit ridiculous. Um, my X factors for this team, if they're going to do anything are, um, are a couple couple guards, which is uh, Grayson Allen and Eric Gordon. They've both looked pretty good for them so far, um, especially as they've had to step up with other guys out. But uh, if they're going to do anything, go anywhere, they need to be they need to be three point threats um, on on the wing um, to kind of open up that floor for for the other three guys. And then defensively, you know, you got to be able to, to 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 guard your man, guard your position uh, if you want any. Any form of playoff success. Uh, Grace Allen's going to be a starter, I think. He's going to play a lot of minutes. Eric Gordon, maybe in its in its best version of the Suns, will be the sixth man. Um, but we'll be playing a lot of minutes. You know, like we mentioned, there a lot of times they're they're going to have one of these guys out. Um, so so he's going to have to step up as well. So I, yeah, I, I don't know if they have enough defensive talent on the board. If if they are able to to get past Denver and 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 make it to the finals it'll i think it'll be kevin durant's kind of crowning achievement especially <laughs> if he can win the win the 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 title i know he's got a lot of offensive talent but if they get there it's going to be because he was a, a defensive kind of back-end stopper as well and at 35 uh that's a lot to ask of him um so so yeah maybe we're too high on them but it's really electric to see bradley beal devin booker and kevin durant all on the floor together and i can't wait to see it Will will Kevin Durant even get credit if he was to win a ring with his team? I mean, he, yeah, he's absolutely, but, but he's just been gone. He's been lambasted, obviously, over the course of his career for hopping teams and joining super teams. And the the two rings that he has are obviously with the seventy three and nine Warriors, and now you know getting together another super team. He, he went to Brooklyn and now here. I don't know. I I I think the criticism at this point is fair, and it was fair to begin with when he hopped from the Thunder. But uh, at this point, you can't you can't run from these allegations anymore. These super team merchant allegations. I just I hope they don't win. Yeah, I'm I'm obviously like they have to be ranked this high just with this superpower, like the the star power that they do have. But I just really hope that they don't win <laughs> of any of these teams up here. Well, we'll see what happens. Um, I think at this point. We're in our in our top three. I think there's a clear tear break here for me um, with these three teams. And number three, I'm glad we have them at number three. Um, the Milwaukee Bucks, uh, off to a tough start. Obviously acquired Damian Lillard in the offseason. Uh, Drew Holiday, no longer on this team. Uh, defensively, look like a dumpster fire. Offensively, will be very good. Uh, Chris Middleton, still very injured. Don't know what's going on there, but... Um, concerning concerning that he's you know not playing very much taking a lot of rest days a lot of off you know only played two or three games so far um where are you guys at with the bucks preseason and, and where what we're seeing now six games in 
Yeah, the defensive issues that I was worried about on a Dame trade have have come to light. Um, I watched who did they play just recently, but Brook Lopez kind of had himself a game with he had like eight blocks or something, and it, it, it was fun to watch. But he he won't have that level of production all the time. He won't be that as touted of a shot blocker and defensive player as he was last year, just because the help just isn't there anymore. Um, some of their best defenders are not in the team anymore. Javon Carter, Drew Holiday, obviously, um, Grayson Allen. They're they're just not there anymore. Giannis will have to step up in in terms of facing on ball handlers, but still the ceiling is just ridiculous. The the fact that Giannis and Damian Lillard are on the same team, just the thought of that is just kind of a dream scenario and one that I'd like recreate in two K constantly. Um, but Chris Middleton for me is the X factor. He he's kind of approaching Clay Thompson territory for me, Matt. Where it, it's just washed. I don't. I I didn't love his ceiling to begin with when he was at his prime. Um, and even if he was healthy, like, is he that good? I I I like Chris. I I've defended him for a long time for people who are saying that he wasn't. I've defended him for a long time. I think he he does a he does good for what he is, but I I just don't think I'm going to expect much from him this year. And if he does pop up, and he does show it. What a scary team this is going to be, offensively at least. Um, and if he if he's a semblance of himself defensively as well, that'll be a lot of help for them. The ceiling obviously is so high here. I I just don't think that they're better than the other two guys. And honestly, I, I I'd take the Suns over them still, as much as I don't like them. Um, I, I stand by my rankings. Yeah, they just. I didn't think I didn't even like we talked a bit about <laughs> before uh, who we play for. I didn't know Malik Beasley was on this team, let alone now he's starting and getting crunch time minutes. News to me. It's, I don't really get it. I, I don't, it doesn't really make a lot of sense. Like, I guess Chris Milton, it's coming back from yet another injury. Is this the same one? Question mark? Like, yeah, since since they won the title, he's just completely been washed. It's like he got his, he got his title and, uh, I'm good. All the time. Yeah, he's just coasting. Yeah. Like, it really doesn't make a lot of sense. And yeah, I agree. I think he has to be the X factor. Or if they make a trade and whoever that like third scoring option is, like that's also like three and D type of guy. Three and D's. Let's go. <clears throat> but it's just they need like a wing defender. Like obviously, if Giannis and broke in the middle like you're pretty set there but they don't have any pretty much anyone can get their way um on the outside they can get into whatever spot that they want um and just it's been really shocking i think you obviously have a first year coach this year too so i think that plays into it a little bit and he's kind of figuring it out but it's just been shocking like malik beasley he wasn't even getting minutes on the lakers like 10 man rotation in the playoffs by the end of it. And now he's getting like starter minutes. I don't know. It's just, it hasn't made a lot of sense to me. And yeah, this team is, this team is primed to have a couple buyout guys come on the market and, and signing them because they're, I think Mari, you're right. Chris Middleton might be their most important person right now. And definitely their X factor. Um, These injuries have by far slowed, like definitely slowed him down. And he's definitely a different player now. Um, than he was a year, year and a half ago. Um, yeah, but a- but after him, like there there really isn't really anyone to guard wings. It'll have to be Giannis. 
Um, you know, Pat Connaughton's not guarding your, you know, your, your threes and your fours. Um, you know, but you have Bobby Portis there off the bench, but you know, he's got some, he's got a limited skill set a little bit. Um, I am a lot lower on this team. I didn't realize how thin they were. I don't know what it, I don't know what losing drew just, it really is kind of exposed some things. I, I was on the train of, Oh, their backline defense is still so elite that it won't matter. But if you constantly are giving blow by after blow by up and, and easy shots from, you know, 12 to 23 feet out, like the league's too good now to be able to survive, mm-hmm. survive that. Um, so it's going to be very interesting how they adapt. I, I don't think this is a finished product on the court and also kind of re, re retooling the roster a little bit and adding some pieces. Um, I don't know what they have left in terms of draft capital, but I think they're going to use whatever they have and uh, try and add to this team. Um, but it's very interesting. They don't have a ton of easy, easily tradable contracts either. You know, maybe Connaughton is going to be the one that goes, but you know, it's, he's important though, too, at the same time, maybe it's Bobby Portis, but he's important. Like he's an important rotation piece. So it's even from a matching salary perspective, it's, it's difficult. Um, maybe if Middleton's value drops so much, he's involved in a trade and maybe someone tries to recoup something out of him, but it's just going to be interesting to see, uh, where this team goes. And I'm definitely, while I still have them third and over the, over the suns, I have the next, the last two teams in a completely separate tier now from, from the Bucks. Yeah. 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 It's like, I don't know if like we're being naive by thinking, Oh yeah. Like the Bucks, they didn't just trade like everything. Right. Like they have, <laughs> but it's, it's just, yeah, it's been honestly just so surprising to see their rotation be like six deep. And that six isn't, isn't very good. I don't know. Yeah, it'll be interesting. It'll be very interesting. I, I'm sure they have something left. I, I don't think they've traded every single first they have, but you know, maybe we should have looked into that bef- beforehand. But, yeah. um, but I, I you know, I, I think this team is is still gonna be very good, and, and um, I just think they're off to a tough start. So, um, you know, it's all when you have you know a new you know number one offensive option come in, it's gonna take a little bit of time. And um, Damian Lillard still looks like he's that guy offensively. Um, so we'll see. We'll see. It's going to be a great Celtics Bucks conference finals, unless the 76ers do something crazy. Well, let's get into our top two here. And I have a fun little game for, oh, no, no, it, this could be a game for us, but the following three players play for our number two team, which I had no clue. O'Shea Brissett, mm. Delano Banton, mm-hmm. Lamar Stevens, really? all coming off the bench. For the Boston Morty. Celtics. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Who would have thought? And no, and I... taking a look at that, because I like those three players, taking a look at that makes me like this team even more. And I, I honestly regret, I, I should have put the Celtics at one. I put the Nuggets as one because I like the Nuggets. I should put the Celtics at one. I think they're the best team in the league. I I adore this roster. And I think it's it's beautifully constructed. I think these players are really good. Um... It, it, it's it's deep it's good and it's it fits it works and obviously That's we've seen the returns on that already they're five and oh um jason tatum they have high on talent and tatum and brown obviously drew holiday is the guy drew holiday and Derek white is a terrifying backcourt to pair with i know just that top five is ridiculous i i've been waiting for chris steps redemption arc for a while just because i have a lot of faith in him as a player um 
I, I, I can't, I can't tell you enough about how much I like what this team looks like so far. Um, X Factor. God, I don't know. Jalen Brown's left hand might be my X Factor. Like, could, could he, um, <clears throat> not be a, a bottom ten player in the league when it comes to the playoffs? Maybe we'll see. Um, I, I, I don't see, I don't see how these guys don't make it to the third round. And I and and they're my favorite for the the championship right now. And I know that pains Matt to hear, as a certified Jason Tatum hater. But yeah. uh, he's the guy, man. Sorry to break it to you. He's the guy. Doesn't have that dog. I still stand by it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. No, they look unbelievable. I think echoing everything that you're saying. Uh, I think they should. I just can't see them losing, right now. Yeah. Like, Obviously, they haven't yet, but it's just their line was 53 wins coming into the season, I think. One of the highest, if not the highest. I think there was a few teams just right there. How are they not going to, like, they're going to lose, what, 29 games? Vegas actually thought that? Like, that's... (laughs) There's no way. I don't know. Like, it's just, they, they just look so good, so deep. Um, yeah, their top five is obviously disgusting. Um, just, I think the thing here is just going to be Chris Stapp's injury history. Uh, if he gets hurt at all, like you have Al Horford there and I guess now Lamar Stevens is, is the next guy up. He's your third guy up. It's Cornette. Oh yeah. Luke Cornette. Oh, great. So that, that's like the one big thing. And so like a Joel Embiid. Like, I don't think Horford has it in him to do it again. Like, it was honestly shocking that he did it at all at 36, 37, whatever however old he is um, last year. So in a seven-game series, that'll be really interesting. But if, if he's healthy, it's just a disgusting team. Like, so gross. I feel like I'm just going to say Derek White's the X Factor just to throw one pick in. someone different, I guess. <laughs> but you can close your eyes and point, throw a dart, like, this team's deep, and they look really good to start the year. Yeah, kudos to Brad Stevens for what he's done to this this roster. Um, both trades, slam dunks, um, took took some risks, but on, on some high level players. But I, I you know, I, I think it's going to work out wonderfully for them. I, I, I think they're, I, you know, I still put them in the same tier as Denver, like a one A one B. But I think they're well and above everyone else in the league. Um, you know, we haven't even mentioned you know, guys like, um, like Peyton Pritchard and Sam Hauser, who are kind of fireballs off the bench and can, can put up, you know, can be in the corner and, and knock them down with the best of them too. So they can defend one through five, every, you know, their starters can all defend. It's going to be a really tough team to beat. Um, and yeah, I think we've really said it all about these guys. I, I, nothing more I can say other than my factor, Max factor is going to be, um, Joe Missoula can, you know, second year head coach, sleepy Joe, (laughs) Sleepy Joe got some criticism last year. Um, it was a bit of a tough situation. Couldn't put his own staff in could, you know, was thrown into this role, um, after the, the, uh, the coaching scandal that went on, uh, the year prior. So, you know, this is his time to shine. He's, I think he's, he's, he's done well so far. He looks, looks like he belongs. People are high on him. Um, you have remained confident in him. So for me, it's going to be, you know, you're in a tough, you're in a tight game with, uh, Joel and meet on the floor or with, you know, the honest and Dame pick and roll or, guarding Jokic like in the playoffs how are you going to adjust to that are you going to be able to be 
are you gonna be able to out coach um the likes of, of the other of the other guys so um that's my one thing with them and that i i still need to see a little bit longer but from an on-court talent i i'm very very impressed and um yeah but i do stand by my number one still i still think this team is is gotta be respected what, yeah. One sec, one sec, one. Okay. Do you guys think that if the Bucks didn't do the Dame trade, they would look better this year than the Celtics? Because no. it was obviously the Chris Stapps and oh. the Drew trade, but Drew doesn't go to the Celtics if Dame doesn't go in the first place. No, I think the Celtics would probably still. But do you think it'd be this much of a gap? Then? No, it, no, it wouldn't. Because it's no. just—I still don't think there's that much of a gap, to be honest. I think it's a big gap, and I—I I don't think it would be nearly as big. Um, yeah, that's it's a good just, question. It's pretty interesting, because I—I—I I don't think that they do that trade if they then think Boston's going to turn around and take Drew. Yeah, like yeah. The, your your East rival counterpart. Like I guess the Heat's in there too, but yeah, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, that's a great point. I don't know if they do that trade. Who for thought at this point? <laughs> With that, yeah, I, still, I still the reason why I think the Bucks are still like in the same league or or area is I still think they have the best play. I think I think the Dame Giannis pick and roll is still probably the most unstoppable play that you can have. So you know, in a seven game series, I still obviously take the Celtics and. um but I'm just saying it's I, I still think it's early and, and they're gonna figure some things out. And I think come come playoffs are gonna be a a, a a a tough matchup and it's gonna be a, a good series either way. But yeah, my number one, Denver Nuggets, reigning world champions. Uh, I know that Olympian wants us to say NBA champions, but I'm gonna say world champions because I don't think anyone's beaten Jokic uh, outside of the NBA. Um look, I've just been very impressed with this team. Uh, six and one Jokic has he gotten better? Like, is he gonna, is he gonna average 10 assists a game this year? Like he he's, this is sort of a simple, simple take on them, but I just think he's unstoppable and I just don't know. He's, he's matchup proof. He's, he's, he's unguardable. Um, or, you know, you can't, you just can't stop this guy. And I think until someone shows that to me and can, can prove to me that, that he can be stopped. Um, you know, if we're looking, comparing them to the Celtics, I mean, the Celtics don't have, like Chris Apps is not stopping Jokic no. in any capacity. Yeah. Um, neither is, you know, Horford's 38 now, I think. Like, you know, I you know we keep talking about Horford being a, a stopper, but, you know, he's almost 40. Like, <laughs> um, So for me, I still like this team. Um, Jamal Murray has been healthy, you know, is, is up to full health from day one now. Uh, this year, uh, Michael Porter, you know, I, I can't say I've seen much of, of what he's done so far yet this year, but, you know, another year of Michael Porter now and, you know, 25 years old um, seems to be healthy. Aaron Gordon's looked really, really good. I just, this team hasn't changed that much. Bruce Brown's done a, a fine job with the Pacers, but, you know, I think this team is basically the same team that that won it all last year. And um, they're still probably my favorites to, to win it all again. Yeah. Like I it- think, Go ahead, you have you have the starters, right? Like they're they've proven themselves. Like they got the title last year, and the big concerns were going to be that five, six, seven down the line guy and who is going to step up. But you, when you have Jokic on the team, you don't really have to. Like he just raises the bar 
so much for everyone around him that it's kind of like a plug and play situation. And I think that's what everyone was overlooking coming into the year. And it has not been an issue in the slightest. It's completely fine. They look amazing. Like I think Boston's look better just because it's, they've been fucking pummeling everyone, but the nuggets look really, really good. And aside from a, interesting minnesota matchup which i think is the only team that matches up with them well which is kind of crazy um with all they've gone through like they'd be undefeated so far this year so it's very very interesting um x factor probably jamal murray if he can continue his playoff excellence from last uh spring summer um going into the year and just do it more on a consistent day-to-day basis um, in a regular season setting when stinks just aren't as high but yeah that's my piece yeah i i I regret being so tough on and being so high on the celtics because we talk about roster construction if you take a look at this roster it's it's perfect it's perfect and and it's it's really well done um as you're saying justin and actually both you guys Jokic is just a plug-and-play player he'll make anyone better we saw that with Aaron Gordon, and he's Aaron Gordon has found a niche for himself that is insanely productive. I love watching Michael Porter Jr. play just kind of for the memes because it, 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 he just doesn't pass, and it, I think it's hilarious. But it works. It works. I 24 and 27 points the past two games for Porter. He's awesome. He's he's great, and he what a what a heater he's got. I do have concerns about depth, as you guys both mentioned, but yeah, it, it does go down a little bit when, when you consider the Nikola Jokic aspect of it. Um, my X factor will be Christian Brown for that reason, is that um, Bruce Brown was kind of that guy, uh, an anchor off the bench who could come in and contribute. And, you know, you get roughly the same kind of production in terms of moving the ball around. Could Christian Brown be that guy? Um, we saw flashes of it, obviously, in the the playoffs last year and throughout the season last year, but um, for an 82 game season and onwards, I'm I'd like to see him. I think he will. I saw how he played um, throughout his career and even through Kansas, and he's that kind of player, and I, I have faith in it. I think uh, what a series that'll be in the finals, Nuggets Celtics. My goodness, what a series that'll be! I would take that over the fields over any other option. So. Um, I think that's most likely. And also this is a team where look, any bio guy, any guy who gets traded, you know, to the nuggets, you know, there any, everyone wants to play with Jokic. Everyone wants to play with him. Everyone becomes a better player when they play with him. Another team who hasn't made many of these big moves. So they still have draft capital. If they want to add to this, this team, a lot of their guys are locked up under kind of medium to long-term contracts. So the future is very bright for this, this nuggets team. Um, and yeah, there are number one ranked, team the nba so there you go fellas and what the opposite of fellas um what do you what's the what's what's the female equivalent of a fella ladies ladies and but that's ladies and gentlemen there's like no female equivalent girls that's boys yeah anyway dm us if you if you know the the uh, the opposite (laughs) of fellas um let us know because we'd like to have that on lock for the next episode but uh for now that's gonna wrap us up uh, the power rankings are done, fellas. Congratulations, we did it. Uh, we'll be back uh, next week, kind of recapping all the other things that have happened in the NBA. Victor, James Harden, um, all the all the stars. So, uh, thanks for watching, and have a great rest of your week. 